0: Welcome, everybody, to Broadcast Team Alpha, where we bring you cutting-edge conversation while we explore the quantum possibilities. And guess what? We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it again tonight, and we're doing it in a little bit of a different energy, and I'm so excited about that. But before we get started, I want to thank you. I see you in the chat room getting warmed up already. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for the super chats. If you have not yet subscribed, please subscribe to our channel. We are going for 10,000 subscriptions, 10,000 followers, so please, you know, subscribe your dog, anybody that has a YouTube account, we'd love to have them. And I'd like to invite you to the membership group. The membership group is uh, um, membership has privileges. Remember that commercial? Um, it's it's uh, um, exclusive content for the people that join. It's really a minimal fee, and we test drive some of our new material that we don't feel quite ready to put out to the general population yet some private things to see how that um, how that feels for us because we get vulnerable and uh, we do have uh, monthly gatherings that you're welcome to join us and we talk about anything that you want to talk about we also have incredible guests Jenny G one of our great psychics Kim lalo psychic feng shui specialist um, naturopathic doctors we have all kinds of great people that come so Mac is going to put it in the the chat room how to join us and i want to invite you to one more incredible thing that we're doing you know there are so many global meditations that are happening and uh, Augie and i have been holding the mastermind connection on sunday afternoon for like three years now and that's like a global meditation except it's more intentional it's more intentional geared toward manifestation and we want to manifest all benevolent things you know dangerous weather patterns we use our energy to change that so it becomes a non event for wherever it was headed you know during the during the the vaccine crisis you know we were wanting health and well-being for people we wanted peace during the elections and then we have a lot of personal healing that actually goes on because all of us come together for the well-being of that person and we visualize them more well, we visualize them beyond the illness right doing what they do in their daily life or doing even more than they do and people are getting better it is so amazing not only that every time I am with this peep with this group of incredible people I'm blown away by the quality and the depth and the the breath the breadth of these people. They're expansive thinkers. We are expansive thinkers. And it's just, we are right on time doing what we're supposed to be doing during this time. So I invite you to join us. Send an email to the THE mastermind connection at gmail.com. Aggie will send you the link. Come join us on a Sunday. See if you like it. And if you like it, we do meet on Monday and Wednesday for, for kind of, um, more casual meetings and Aggie. Please tell us about our very welcomed guest.
1: Yes, I will. This is going to be fun. We have uh, a gentleman from England with us. It's it's 1 in the morning over there, so we sure thank him for being up this late. Uh, we have Michael Tingle with us, and he is a teacher of Tai Chi and Qigong. And, uh, yeah, for those of you that uh, want to surf the Internet at the same time you are listening, I'll give you his um, website here. It is Mm michaeltingle.com. And uh, just go there, and uh, you'll find some good stuff and uh, courses and classes and things that you can participate and look at. Anyway, uh, his teachings come down from Shen. Manjing, and I don't speak Chinese. I'm sure I butchered that one, but let's go with it. And he was actually more the, probably the one most responsible for bringing Tai Chi to the West. And after 20-some years of practice and teaching, uh, Michael is now uh, with us for one whole hour talking about the benefits our life can have of some of these practices that everybody can do because it's so simple. And I'm all ears, Michael. Welcome to the show.
2: Welcome, Michael. Uh, Hello there, guys. Uh, Nice to be here.
0: So good to have you. So good to have you. Thank you. It's so late over there. Thank you for staying up. And yeah. um, I've been thinking about all that you do. And I'm just wondering, what was the pathway in your life that led you to where you are now and, and all that you do?
2: Well, that's, it's quite, quite a big, uh, big question, but I'll sort of try and summarize it a little bit here. Basically, a friend of mine uh, was... Uh, Sort of got into Taoism, uh, and then from Taoism, Taoism's sort of the fundamental bit, uh, sort of core teaching of Taoism is, is from the uh, the, the, uh, the Dao De Jing, and it's it's a lot of very interesting poetry that's quite uh, it's, it doesn't seem it's very uh, sort of paradoxical. And then a little bit later on, he started uh, learning Tai Chi, and the whole thing was really interesting. And I was like completely confused by it, but at the same time, I was really magnetised because there seemed to be something else about it, but it didn't really make sense. And I was I was intrigued, and I was like, I, it's 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 really it, this is typical for a lot of Tai Chi people. It's usually somebody else gets into it, and then they sort of they were like, well, what's what's all this about? And then there was a, a local sort of class uh, near in my near, uh, nearby town, and I thought, okay, you know, you've got to you've got to actually go and do something sometimes in order to check it out. I mean, you can't just read about stuff all the time. You actually go and experience it. So I went along to, to the class and started to learn this Tai Chi, and it's uh, it's actually an incredibly slow process. You have to have quite uh, a lot of stamina in the sense of like, you know, just sort of. Uh, you know, coming back week after week after week, it can take up to forty weeks to learn the basic form. And believe it or not, that's actually quite the abridged version as well. In China, it's actually a lot longer. But I, I, I sort of went, uh, sort of weathered that uh, whole experience, and I, I stuck, stuck through, and I learned my, the Tai Chi form. And so, and then I started to uh, get into. it. And of course, uh, when you, when you're, you know, learning new, new things like Tai Chi. Uh, you, you suddenly start to meet other people who are you know very much into it as well, and then you start to share all of these Tai Chi type stories, and you start to become quite excited and other people's energy and stories and their teachings you just sort of exchange all of this information and you show, show each other stuff and so you know basically that's how I kind of got into it and that was about 20 that was in 1994 95 so what's that so over 25 years ago and it kind of just slowly grew like a tiny little seed that just just developed a little bit and that really is part of the qigong tai chi world is this sense of slow steady growth but mm. it's it's that uh steadiness that makes it unstoppable you know it's like yeah. it's uh you know that's why it's so powerful it's not a boom and bust kind of thing it's not it's not going to the gym and then hurting yourself and then having to take six weeks off because you've got an injury. It's, it's really is, it doesn't appeal particularly to the ego because the ego tends to want something really solid and flashy and really sensational. And of course we need those moments. Uh, Mm -hmm. However, you know, what's going to, what is it that's going to get you through those times when you feel like no energy and it doesn't make sense and that you want to give up and it's, you know life is tough and you just want to let go of it. So you know you've got to yeah. be able to get through those moments as well. So one of the one of the I just carry on with this a little bit, but one of the reasons I got into Tai Chi, especially because I was exploring lots of different parts. But one of the things that I loved about Tai Chi uh was that Chen Man Ching who you mentioned uh earlier, uh in the book he's got like a, a few books out there. But one of the things he mentions he says if you want to be a Tai Chi uh, practitioner all you need to do is practice 10 minutes a day okay now i'd been doing yoga before that which is usually took about 45 maybe longer than that you see and i could keep that up but eventually these are the practices that required you know 45 minutes an hour's worth of time eventually something came up in my life that disrupted that routine and they faded away but when chen man said in order to become a Tai Chi practitioner, all you need is 10 minutes. I thought to myself, well, which day am I so busy that I can't even find 10 minutes? And I could not think of a day that I've ever had where I couldn't just find 10 minutes. And that's really mm-hmm. what made me feel like, oh, Tai Chi, this could be for me because I think I can I think I think can achieve that. I think I can do 10 minutes. And that's what really... That's what that was the kind of the, the the thing I was looking for that made it feel like it was for me. You know what I mean? You know, so that was it. And, and, and believe it yeah. or not, that's that's the that is my minimum that kept me through, you know, through up and down, through the ups and downs of life. That was the 10 minutes I, I kept to that, actually. So.
0: That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. And yeah. you were talking about, you know, it's not, uh, you know, get in there and bang your body around in the gym and then get hurt and take time off. I mean, conversely, do, isn't working with the energy, isn't that actually um, beneficial to your body? Isn't it healing in a way?
2: Yeah, one of the things that makes it healing in, in my experience is it's more like the removal of tension, mm, yeah. That's, the, that's mm. the thing. Now, Tai Chi can be exceptionally dynamic and very, very powerful and yes. uh, explosive, even. Uh, but there is no force. There's no. There's no aggression. There's, you know, you're training your body to move without excess tension. Okay, so yes. that's the, the really the core, the core kind of difference. Um, and of course, uh, most people know that. Tai Chi is also a martial. Uh, has a martial side of it. Not it is not as much known about the martial side, and not everyone studies it. Uh, but it is fundamentally uh, both. It's 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 martial. It's a meditation. It's got a healing side to it. Okay, and it most definitely includes your body. That's one of the things that's so. Um, uh, magnetic about uh, Tai Chi is it really, really includes your body massively includes your body it really it, it really it doesn 't exclude you know because there 's heaven and earth, and a lot of people of course in spiritual things going to be drawn to the heaven side of things but uh, that 's very uh, invisible energy virtue or very ethe- ethe- etheric if you see what I mean, but Tai Chi definitely says you know we need earth, we need the body, we need to include your body and in fact. Tai Chi uh, starts with the body, really. Every single session, it's like you're coming back to your body and asking the question, how does your body feel right now? Okay. And what's going to happen is that you're going to realize that every time you come to a, your Tai Chi session, your Qigong Gong session, it's your body is is always slightly different, you know. The feelings in your body are always slightly, different, and they're changing moment by moment. And that's the key there. There's some something inside of you is changing, just on a dime. It's always in the moment, and it's that yeah. um, uh, spontaneous side of us of our of our own bodily bodily experience that's actually going to draw you in. And that's your access point into your qigong, your tai chi practice. It, it is, it is your body that that yes. is, uh, is going to be. The and key. and
0: you mentioned it's taking tension out of the body with everything that's going on. You know, taking tension out of the body for many people is a great unlearning. That's a that's going to be a huge
2: discipline. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, You know, you have to uh, do a little bit of self-respect. Yes. You have to sort of go, look, I'm going to have to look after me. No one else is going to be looking after me. I'm going to have to do some of this myself. And uh, the way I sort of sort of help to helping me to understand this is that if you look to nature and you look to, say, like birds or cats and dogs, there's a, a certain amount of preening that goes on during the day that you know the ducks and the the wildlife they they sort their feathers out they just like arrange them and just sort of look at them and then we all know that cats will like to arrange their fur don't they so they have a little time when they preen and they sort themselves out and we know but Humans kind of do that in a way, but we do it with our clothes and our hair and all that kind of stuff. But this is like working more on an energy level where you could think of Tai Chi or Qigong as, a, as an opportunity to just sort your energy, your feelings in your, your bodily feelings out and to sort of uh, let go of some tensions that you, you, know, you didn't even realize mm-hmm. you had. And that's the, that's the thing. You didn't even realize you had them. Mm-hmm. and uh, then it, like and it all happens in in uh, the what they call the Dan Tien, which is sort of the belly area that's yeah. the fun, yeah. the sort of central place to pay attention to if you if you if you're interested in qigong and tai chi it rap it becomes very very apparent quite quickly that everything they talk about is about uh, mm-hmm. the dantian which is just below, just below your your belly button there
1: yes i can see what? it I can see it in your facial expression and your expression of the arms and the body that you're full of energy you You must feel wonderful, probably around you feel like a million pounds every day, don't you <laughs>
2: <laughs> well uh, you're getting me maybe this is a good day <laughs> but I most definitely definitely have those days where I don't want to get up and it's all te- you know you know it's not it's it's very very uh tough weather sometimes out there, and it's yeah. internal internal well, weather and I can that feel actually, your
1: energy yeah,
2: well, I can it, feel that's, you. that's where the that's where the the element that I talked about earlier this ten minutes a day. Mm-hmm. The reason why that is important is because one of the core qualities of Tai Chi, that if you're going to have results, you've got to bring in this thing called um, uh, a routine. You, you it's, it's so important to have some kind of self-discipline where you feel that you can do the thing that you're committed to, even on your bad day, you know, that's the, the critical thing, because if you can't do it on your bad your bad day, because it's like just too much and you just can't be bothered and you're wiped out, you will mm-hmm. lose the rhythm. And if you lose the rhythm, you, you can, if you can lose it once, you, you'll lose it twice. And if you, and if you find an excuse and then it will be, boom, and it doesn't matter how inspired you were, you know, a month ago, you have to, have the inspiration yourself you have to be able to build you know bring yourself back to the to the task and you know yeah. you're going to be by yourself to do that you know no one's going to do that mm-hmm. for you you know it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's tough and that's why the 10 minute thing is in if you wanted to really make it part of your life you've got to set the bar quite low <laughs> you've got to set the bar really? and then and then you can do it it's then it's really achievable are. it's, it's achievable. very
1: true yeah. I know the the word Tai Chi has Chi in it, that's a, I think maybe uh, I'll call it the universal life energy maybe or something like that, but it is very powerful and it can be absorbed and accumulated and used for the health and well-being of the body, but I, I imagine you and maybe others have seen this, there is a video on YouTube by a Tai Chi master he crumbled up a piece of paper put it on the sidewalk and he held his hand over it for about probably a minute and that paper caught fire it started burning just from the extension of the energy coming from his hand now this energy can also be used for the betterment of our body And that is probably what's happening, even though I know the Tai Chi masters don't like to talk maybe necessarily about the healing effect because they talk more about the well-being, but it has phenomenal healing effect according to what I have seen before.
2: Yeah, I mean, that actually ties in with a little bit of research that was done by Harvard University back in the 60s, I believe, where they took, this is a proper Harvard study, you can go and look it up on the Harvard uh, computers or whatever, and they found some monks and uh, up in the Himalayas or something, and they had this um, um, routine where they went out at, at night, uh, and sat on a cold lake and then they covered them over the period of the, over the whole night with these wet blankets and of course it's freezing cold and if any n- normal mortal has uh, has to stay outside you know in a kind of a loincloth and someone puts you know freezing cold uh, wet blankets on them we would die we would die of hypothermia it would not you know we wouldn't we wouldn't last too long but these monks were able to generate internal energy and not only were they not cold but the actual uh, blankets uh evaporated or that they, they came off or steam came off and they became dry and then they had to they took that one away and they had to put another wet cold wet blanket on the monk in order to uh, keep him cold and so there's this process went on through the night and you know obviously this is some kind of special advanced uh chi technique but it just goes to show that you know this, the human body is uh, capable of all sorts of amazing things, and we we just touch we know we just touch the the, the tip of the iceberg, isn't it? You know of what we what, what's possible. However, I will just add that um, the part of the qigong and tai chi world is not really too sensational in a way. I know these these uh, stories are really interesting, and they they can attract us in. Uh, however, it's 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 kind of um, uh if it happens to you then it's absolutely amazing you may want to develop that that side of things but i wouldn't i wouldn't particularly want to learn tai chi so i can do that if you sort of mean it's it's not that's not that's not the goal if you if you know what yeah. i mean and uh, uh because in my opinion the the goal is emptiness Mm -hmm. and that emptiness is achievable very very quickly for even for beginners you know straight away the emptiness that you can feel and you start to generate this sense of well-being where you don't want anything to be different to how Mm -hmm. it is right now you can find complete contentment uh in the moment and this is this is like liberating internally it's so liberating to be totally satisfied and mm. to be happy and content and you let let the world alone it's like i don't need to change the world just for the moment i'm going to let the world go and i'm just going to be here and i'm going to be like wow it's actually okay just being present just being me just being in my body is actually nice and that sounds I like, like it, but- <laughs> it, 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 it it is it's like and you you, you 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 touch you touch this kind of emptiness. And it's pleasant. Mm. It's not. It's not the void, as in terrifying. It's empty, right. as in a like a full emptiness. And your mind, your can, mind can chat away. It can be quite quiet, or it can be. It doesn't really matter. But you're you're sort of just. It, it things calm down, and mm-hmm. you start to feel just. Um, you feel you like your sort of self again, if you sort of mean. And uh, yeah, that that's kind of. Uh, where Where I come, that's where my sort of angle on Tai Chi Qigong uh, sort of is sort of focused in, in um in in that um in that emptiness, if you sort of mean mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Michael, will you tell us the difference between Qigong and Tai Chi?
2: Okay, so I'm. Uh, you mentioned on your introductory uh, notes that I was a Tai Chi expert. Now, uh, I would uh, possibly like to rein that in a little bit, <laughs> because <laughs> although I know what I what I know what I know, if you know what I mean, but I'm. Uh, there are there there really are amazing qigong tai chi people all over the world, and they've been part of like amazing traditions and stuff. And they know a lot of more about the internal workings of the the meridians, and they know stuff about the uh, the the five elements, and they know stuff about the healing herbs, and they know martial arts. I know a, a little tiny bit, <laughs> okay. So I've got to make sure that uh, mm-hmm. I, you know I stay within what I, I feel like I know. But um, so. What was your question again? I forgot. The difference like.
0: between Qigong yeah, and okay.
2: so OK. So the way I think of this is that Tai Chi is made up of lots of little Qigong movements. OK. So really, Qigong is a standalone movement that is repeated over and over again. It's pretty simple. And its main focus is on health, well-being, uh, longevity, peace of mind, uh, you know that's that's mm. the the core you know working on your core energy where what what with tai chi you're stringing these qigongs together and what they've done is also introduce some martial arts elements into those qigong movements and put them into a what's called a form and they, and it goes through in a sequence and it usually takes about 10 minutes and this is the thing that takes about Forty weeks to learn is the Tai Chi short form it's uh, it's actually called and uh, that that's basically a string of Qigong movements uh, all all put together um, uh, yes and that's kind of roughly the difference the other thing is that Tai Chi is also kind of almost like an adjective it's like a state of Tai Chi okay so it's yeah. uh you can you can say something uh, you know I'm moving in a particular uh, Tai Chi way or something, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like it's got a couple of different meanings. But that's, you know, that's my way of saying it. But if you got a, a Qigong expert from China, Chen style or something, and they say, well, what's the difference? They might give you a very different answer. But I think of that's broadly speaking, you know, uh, so how, how I think of it. You know.
0: What comes to mind, and I can't remember if it's Qigong or Tai Chi, I think it's Qigong, like lion rolling the ball. Is that? Is that Tai Chi or Chi Gong? Oh, there, or?
2: there is, uh, there's both, both of those. You know, basically, quite a, quite often you'll have like a, maybe a ball and you'll move it from sort of one side to the other. Um, in, in interestingly, what's creating the energy there is not necessarily your hands, and what's even creating the movement is not your arms. You know, you can move your arms up and down like this, but really what's happening is that you're 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 focusing on your belly and your hips, and that's where the the origin of the movement is coming from is from your your hips and the the transfer of energy from one foot and you move your weight over from one foot to the other at the same time as opening and closing the hips and that rotates your spine that rotates your shoulders your shoulders move your arms and so for very little you know in terms of um, i'm not you know, you can move your arm from here to here just physically, and you can do it in a Tai Chi way. Okay, that, yeah. using that word, where you—I will I'm sitting down, there so I can't really do it. But you basically, if you're standing up, you could open, and you'd, your hand would almost float up. Okay, and it's though, and it's once you get into that kind of floaty kind of world, mm-hmm. uh, but being very grounded, you really feel totally earth, and in fact, your power comes from the earth. And yeah. then the energy kind of comes through you and is expressed in your upper body, okay. Ah. And so, so that's and that's where you get these kind of like balls of energy and all that kind of stuff. But really, the 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 the, the, the practitioner's concentration, if you like, is back in the belly,
1: mm-hmm.
2: not mm-hmm. not in not in the hands. You see, it's, uh, it's a, quite um It's much. It's very quite internal. If you sort of mean, you're really I trying to hold. It. Trying to hold your attention in the belly—it's not as easy as you think. But over time, you you learn to sink your mind and place it on your belly. You know, that's that's what the classics, the Tai Chi classics say to to, place. That's lovely. That's lovely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was telling somebody that I was going to do the show today, and um, she asked me, "What is the difference between Qigong and Falun Dafa?"
2: There's something called Falun Gong that I've heard. Falun Gong, of. yeah. There you go. That, that's all... right. I, I I think they're very similar, to be honest. Uh huh. Very very similar. What I've seen, because sometimes I've been to the park and I've seen Falun Gong practitioners, and they they that to my experience at least that they're kind of like an even slower version of Tai Chi. <laughs> it's like oh, they spend okay. a little bit more time sitting. And really, just being in a certain movement, like just holding a position uh, mm-hmm. and being still, and then occasionally they'll develop movements within that, but not. Uh, it's, it's a lot more meditative. Okay, so if you if if that's more what you're interested in, then I would say Falun Gong, if you like setting meditations, a nice bridge there because it's, it's it's got a lot of peaceful non-movement in there. That's that's you know. Yeah. But to me've i I've got to <clears throat> I have to say that one of the things that drew me to Tai Chi was its meditation. However, I've got a super busy mind, and I just don't like the idea of sitting still. I love the idea of meditating, but I could never approach it and actually do it because I would always be too busy i'd be like, "Do I want to sit down or do I want to carry on doing stuff?" And I'd be like, "Ah, I' carry on doing stuff <laughs> you know so i I'd never'd I'd never do it And then I heard about Tai Chi and I was like, "Ah." meditation yeah i want that and you can you, your body is involved and i was like okay this is this could be this could be for me so that i gave it a go and it's like yes okay and you are meditating when you do your tai chi practice you are meditating but you're including yeah. your body you know it is fun the way especially qigong and tai chi but especially qigong it is a it is a meditation and it is mm. very, very uh, powerful in the sense that it gets you quite quickly to a meditative state of being and mind, quite quickly by including the body. It, it's amazing how quickly the mind becomes harmonious mm. with your yeah. feelings and your body and your spirit all starts to be harmonious because initially the mind and the body and the emotions they're all kind of doing their different thing you know and 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 it's all higgledy piggledy and but slowly with the way that tai chi is taught and the way you do it it slowly things start to line up and that's when it feels good and you're not lo- you don't you're not losing your mind you're not in a battle with your mind you're just rebalancing it all that's really what i that's the way i would uh, learned it for myself, and that's the way I teach it: is to basically, you know, bring it all back into a balance, and uh, that way you you don't have to fight anything. You just you just you know, uh, it's it's quite quite uh, yeah easy. It's quite easy, and a, it really makes sense. I got a
1: question for you about a bit everybody would like to know, and that is: it's you say that you like to do your classes on the full moon why the full moon did that make it special uh, compared to other times
2: okay so um i think i'm not entirely sure how it ended up this way but i just thought i'd give it a go and see if it see if it worked but basically back i heard of, of something called the uh, the full moon club or something it was this is back in the 19th century the, basically mm-hmm. in a town where i live birmingham basically a bunch of industrialists all kind of and they were like entrepreneurs and forward thinkers they were scientists and biologists and chemists and they all got together and they started uh, meeting on the full moon. I don't know why they chose that, but I guess it's the light of the full moon. And that was their time that they used to meet. And they used to get together and discuss science and all the latest things. the you Because know, obviously the 19th century was on the cusp of lots of breakthroughs in materialism. And these yeah. guys, they, they, they ended up being some of the most influential people of all time as a collective. Uh, you can You can research a little bit, but Matthew Bolton is one of the guys but basically they they did all of this amazing work in chemistry that sort of led into i don 't know all of the plastics and God knows what but basically all the things that we take for granted in the modern world are all to do, could almost all be traced back to this bunch of guys who um, sort of like uh, all got together and shared information and 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 uh, and were advancing in all of these uh, scientific sub- uh, subjects. Now when I heard that, I immediately went, it wasn't them that did it, it was the power of the moon. <laughs> it was the moon energy that was adding in and helping them to get really creative and think of new ideas mm. and new ways of understanding stuff. And it was if they had chosen like Sunday to do it instead, it, they, we, we wouldn't. I don't think any of those breakthroughs would necessarily have happened in it you know, on the scale it happened. So basically, they aligned themselves with a cosmic uh, alignment, you know, mm. and they just use that, you know, every full moon they got together. Obviously, if you're uh, into, you know. Uh, different you know obviously uh, there's a kind of a uh, lots of lots of people use the moon in in many different ways to, to meet and to take advantage of that obviously uh but you know that's um that was just one example that sort of it spoke to me and i i, I suddenly understood it i was like okay so tuning in with the moon can add a lot of um Energy and power into into what you're doing, you know, and um, it's not just yeah. the full moon. I also, also do it with the, with the new moon as well. Um, yes. So it's it's uh, so it's basically the day before, the day of the new moon or full moon, and the day after. So you kind of do your qigong in in that in those energies, if you like.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and it, it's uh, it's it's really in- very very interesting, you know, to to add, you know the moon into the, into yeah. the Qigong practice, you know? Uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but, uh, when there's a full moon, quite often and new moons as well, but quite often stuff really comes up. It really Definitely. throws a lot, of, you know, not just for yourself, but other people, you know, yeah. it, it triggers us all. And, you know, with things, uh, uh that, uh, Just seem out of place or you're just uh, very intense maybe you know can really come up and forewarned is forearmed isn't it so if you know that this and you see the thing is how often do we really know what the moon is doing okay most people live in cities tower blocks housing you can't see the sky very much you've got a small window above your head the moon mm-hmm. very rarely shows itself. Even at night, you might not see it. You have to re- make a real pilgrimage to see the moon. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. where our ancestors would have known what the moon was doing all the time. Okay, mm-hmm. so we we have to make some real effort. But when you do your qigong or your tai chi in with the moon, of course, of course you know what it. Of course you know what's going on with the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know that there's a new moon with an eclipse on Thursday, for instance. Yes. Because yes. I'm teaching a class, and so there's a big, it's a really big uh, energy moment, and of yeah. course the eclipse, the eclipse window, the portal is opening on Thursday, and it will it goes two weeks, and then there'll be a a, a new uh, a, a lunar eclipse, and then that, the eclipse season will close, and it will, and you know you have to wait six months, and it opens again. So you suddenly become aware of all of these like portals, if you like, the yeah. energy that are opening and closing continuously in your. In your life and i think this yeah. is the way that calendars uh the old calendars were all made like this they just literally were were what's happening in the heavens that's what the calendar was you know yes. they would they would use the moon literally as their uh, as the, as their month you know and, they, and the se- seasons would be the equinoxes and the solstices and all this kind of stuff so you know mm-hmm. it's just uh you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's already been done for us. <laughs>
0: you know? yeah. you know, we need to bring it back.
2: <laughs> well, it's <laughs> just yeah, exactly. I think it would um you know, it is possible to live completely in even with the X number of billion people on the planet, it is possible to completely live in harmony. It's it's a choice. It's it's yeah. not like it just choice. because just because there's a lot of people doesn't mean to say it has to be difficult. It could be amazing if you harness, you know, things.
0: It could be amazing. The last full moon was... I mean, very ex- exciting. I couldn't sleep. I mean, it was very, um, very powerful. So I, I would imagine doing qigong or tai chi with that kind of energy must be exhilarating. It must be, I don't know, delicious, <laughs> if you <laughs> yeah, if you will.
2: <laughs> it, it, it really it really it really can be. And one of the nice things about uh, the qigong is you you know when you are doing it right as it were but uh, you know because there are principles and you know i'm reminding the class continually what the principles are like every single i'm just bringing it back to you know the dantian belly breathing into the belly all this kind of stuff um you know that's that enables you to remain really grounded on earth so you feel really grounded so you could really feel very high (laughs) and very wow but you feel really rooted at the same time. Yeah. It's not just a spacey kind of thing. You feel power in your body and it's not like an aggressive power. You just feel in power, you know, it's vital, it's quite, right? vital. vitality. I, I, what I like to call it, I call it rude health, which is like a robustness. It means that, you know, it's a little bit like having a keel on a ship. You know, mm. if the wind comes along, you're not going to be blo- blown over so easy and that 's yeah. what your Qigong is doing is yeah. it 's rooting you and giving you a grounding and helping you to relax because the root is deep gets deeper when you relax so and when you let go you just kind of really let, learn to let go and that gives you that 's like your roots are going down as you're as you 're learning to release and let go, and that gives you your ability to have this water off a duck 's back kind of thing eventually you build up your energy to a point where Things come along that would normally have knocked you over, you know, and drained all your energy.
0: Kind <laughs> then, of, but, kind of un- unshakable,
2: yes? You can, you can become that way. I mean, I, I would never say that my, about myself because uh, I've been completely flawed loads of times and quite recently. So I'm just saying it. But you, you but you, because you go back to your, your your tai chi routine right mm-hmm. it doesn't take long before you kind of reestablish your 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 balance again mm-hmm. and that's and that's that's the the miracle of tai chi if you get it and you're inspired then you're going to be like cuz once i i met this other chap this is the other thing that got me into uh, tai chi go was i met another guy and he had been practicing he was into Kung Fu, but he called it Tai Chi. It was, it, to him, it was the same thing. We, we had a lot of crossover. And he had been practicing for something like 10 years. And he said he never missed a day. And I was like, what, never missed a day? And he goes, no, no, I train like a monk. I train like a monk. I never miss a day. And he sh- And he took me outside and he showed me in his garden where his where he'd been stepping over and over again in the same place and there was like these big patches of dirt where he would just hadn't, you know, hadn't changed. He hadn't changed, he just did the same thing. And what's more, he had a full-time job where he had to sort of get to work at sort of seven o'clock, work all the way through the day. And what he did is he used to get up at five o'clock, do two hours of his Kung Fu practice. Uh, you
1: said something about this uh, a little while ago, Michael, and that is that it had, it could have a martial art a- uh, aspect to Tai Chi. And I know you're right on that, because 20-some years ago, I interviewed a martial art master here in Tucson on my TV show. And I was standing about three, four foot away from him when he did an, a, a demonstration. And he did did his thing for about two or three minutes, and then he did like this, and he shoved me backward. I was pushed backward about six feet. I could not stop it. I just kept going backwards. And I could feel that energy. And then he said, this energy is as is real. It's life energy. And we can, instead of sending it out, we can keep it in the body. And it will have a phenomenal healing effect on the body, he said. Mm. And uh, I think there must be something to that. What do you think?
2: Uh, Well, actually, that reminds me a little bit of, uh, initially, when you said that, I was like, ah, I, I heard that actually the f- one of the first things that Bruce Lee learned was Tai Chi when he was little. He was taught Tai Chi to begin with, and then he just ex- ran with it and he learned Wing Chun and all these other uh, Kung Fu and all this other stuff, and then eventually his own style. But he he, he started off with uh, Tai Chi, and I've often thought that the secret power to a lot of great fighters is something called... Uh, Zazong, or uh, standing meditation, where you literally, you stand and you hold, you kind of hold a ball, kind of like hold a ball, you stand like a tree, okay, and you sink and you root and you just stay there and you can sort of just, you just be right and you're learning how to relax and you're holding this ball of energy up to you know you can start off with a few minutes but quite quickly you'll want to develop it up to maybe 10 20 minutes whatever and you hear hear of qigong masters really taking it much further than that but what the, the only way you can hold your hands in this position after so long a certain amount of time is by completely releasing all of the physical tension it's not muscle power that gets you through that you have to start to open and become a channel for the life force. And that's what sus- um, allows your hands to, to sort of stay in this position. So it's like you're, 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 you're plugging into the chi battery. Okay, so mm. it's like you're going directly in and you're charging. And this ability to, to be present, in, like spiritually present in your body, it, it, it just gives you so much uh, physical power. Okay, and then if you take that into boxing or something like that, you know you're going to find you've got all this immense power because you're so connected and uh, you're total in what you're doing, but you're also you're, you're, your 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 energies are a very deep down and it's you because you're going to pick up that same power that comes from sumo wrestlers they're so close to the ground they they want to get close to the ground because that's where the their power is coming from if you can uproot somebody off the ground you win okay that's that's the thing so you want to keep your energies really low i heard a brilliant tale of a boxer who trained in a shed and the uh, boxing instructor uh, reduced the the, the height of the shed down to about his eye level so he couldn't stand up. So he had to sink really Uh quite low. So he had to have a deep stance and he built up all of his muscles to enable him to be able to sort of like be that low in his stance. And he got used to it. He got used to being deep, if you like. And that gave him a phenomenal advantage because that was just like, Getting his, his belly energy was getting closer to the earth and you get a lot of power when your, when your Dantian sinks. Well, yes, that, yes. That, that gets the power. And it's not, you don't have, to, you know, you can be, uh, male, female, you can be young, you can be old. Yeah, there is, it's, it is a universal, uh, thing. There's no, there's not, no barrier to anyone whatsoever approaching this. You can be very poorly. In fact, Chen Man Ching, Uh, The guy who kind of inspired the West, if you like, you know, quote unquote, the West. He bought it. uh, He's one of the people that really, really bought it out to the West, uh, Yang style. Now, he was very poorly when he was young. And uh, somebody says, oh, you want to learn Tai Chi. And he learned Tai Chi. I think he had tuberculosis or something like that. But not only did he recover, he was so impressed with like what Tai Chi had the healing arts of Tai Chi. That he then went on to like really throw everything into learning Tai Chi. He put the rest of his life in, and he became a master, you know, a, a grandmaster, you know, of, of Tai Chi. And then he took it out of China and taught to the West because, obviously, in in China there was the Cultural Revolution that uh, they they decided that they didn't want their past. Uh, it was a bit of a, they, a regrettable move. I think they regret it now. But basically, that's what they did, and so a lot of people had to. Uh, who were still in touch with the traditional old ways they had to you know either get locked in jail <laughs> killed or they had to leave and that's why the west has got a lot of uh of this uh, a lot of this spiritual teaching is in the west is be- because of what happened in china actually all those years ago
1: yeah could you mention some of the advantages that people will have by practicing tai chi and or uh, following dafa or qigong or what, yeah, yeah. what will it do for okay. them?
2: One thing that it will really do is if you struggle with anything like mental, right, it's going to really help to settle your mind, okay, because it's going to get you back in touch with your, your body, okay, and it won't fight your mind, it's going to harmonize with your mind, and what is going to what I call, I call this the kind of what we what we what happens in this life is that the world out there is a bit crazy and it will get you to live in your head and it's going to encourage everyone to have a head. So I call it the kind of the uh, that's hard to say. It's like a triangle where the head is given and the brain is given all of the all of the attention as if it's the only show in town. So it's like the triangle is kind of like all focused on the mind okay and this is and this, you, you will hear a lot of things talking about the brain endlessly talking about the brain okay now qigong is going to take that triangle and they are going to flip it upside down and it's going to give the base here to all the focus is going to be here on the foundation in your belly and the the top of the triangle if you like is going to be the mind it includes the mind but it puts the balance back so that you get the foundation of your beingness is first and foremost because you can't have a mind if you're not if you if you, you need you need to be in order to have a thought okay and the center of your beingness in is least in tai chi you know, Qigong terms if you go and study the, the tai chi classics the center of your being there's the dantian that's the belly area this is the the foundation after on top of this foundation as we have emotions that's when we have thoughts so what we're going to do is we're going to take that triangle, if you like, that mind center triangle. We're going to flip it upside down and just going to make it a little bit more balanced. Okay, So if you're struggling with mind stuff, okay, it's going to help the mind to sink. And as the mind sinks, the anxieties are going to sink as well. And it's going to melt away a lot of unnecessary tensions because a lot of them are uh, resolvable. They are completely resolved. And once you get back into this state of balance and you feel yourself again, you'll be like, oh, thank goodness for that. Thank God, thank God, yeah, you know. Gosh, it's right. like, I'm so, I'm so pleased to just sort of feel uh, myself again, you know, and you, you can let, the, this is the, what I started talking about. It's like, you can let the world go. You can let the world be. You don't need to change the world. You can find contentment in the moment. And this is the golden, mm. this, is, this is just it. They're finding contentment in the moment. You don't need that money. You don't need that relationship. You don't need that whatever it is, that uh, uh, somebody giving you uh, uh, approval. You know, all of these kinds of things that go on, they mean a lot to us in our minds. And if we really focus on them, mm. it, it, yeah, okay, there's a lot of attention there. But what happens is it, it, it brings up a lot of uh, emotional energy. Mm -hmm. and that emotional energy makes our physical body not feel not so great okay Mm -hmm. so you end up fixating on stuff that's making your body full of tensions and it just feels not very great you know but when you do your qigong and you apply the principles and you relax your belly and you start to move a little bit softer and you apply some gentleness and you realize it's not so tough and you can do it and and then before you know it after about 10 minutes 15 20 minutes you suddenly find that um your body starts to feel a bit nicer internally you literally the way your body feels it's like oh Oh, all of that really knotted energy, it seems to have uh, melted away a little bit, you know, and I didn't have to go to booze, and I didn't have to have a fag, and I didn't have to bore the pants off my best friend again, you know, it's like, you know, you're doing it for yourself, you're doing it for yourself, and uh, you're self-healing, isn't it, you know, and you're, once once things have calmed down a, a fair amount, then you'll find that your body feels nice. Once your body actually feels nice, okay, it's very difficult to have a troublesome thought okay. when your body feels nice. If you feel really contented and you're feeling all the knots and all the anxieties melted away from your body, and then you try and think of the thing that was causing you a lot of stress before, you think, I just don't care about it. Literally, you'd be like, I just don't care. I don't care about that thing anymore. It's gone. You know, and yeah. it's called uh, using the-, the body, using the body as a tool to yeah. sort of reverse engineer a better internal world for yourself. Because you have to live with your internal exactly. world every day. I'm every talking- day you have to live with your internal world. And it follows us around like a, a ghost, you know. Yes, but don't speaking... Realize
0: you you're speaking about living and i'm thinking listening to you i'm thinking it not only helps you live but it it must help people to have a very peaceful death
2: um, uh, uh, i'm sure having <laughs> you know having that
0: training over the years and i mean that must be it must be very beneficial. I'm an old hospice nurse, so I, I have I, I go right. there. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, just just recently, my uh, my parents both became very poorly, and I ended up at, for a long time in A and E, going to the hospital and being around that kind of environment. And there's a lot of tension, a lot of yes. fear in those environments, and there's people really in a lot of trouble. And uh, I have to say, I was very glad of my. Tai Chi and my my Qigong training because I was able to just keep re- trying to to be relaxed because mm. then at least at least I'm not really adding to the stress that's as much as I could do you know I, that, uh-huh. and uh, you know that's it's a good thing to yeah. to to release that because you know it' it is i'm sure it's, it, it's very <laughs> important i would say if yeah. you can if you I, can be at peace in that kind of environment yeah yes
0: yes
1: yeah I'd bet That's where a lot of the healing effects come in probably because when you get rid of the stress in your mind, think about it, you know, half the illness in the world is somehow caused by stress. So once you get rid of that, the mind goes quiet, the mind is more healthy, and things come together. And gosh, now I see that we only got about three minutes left of the show. So what is next for you now? Are you... uh, what kind of journey are you continuing on?
2: Um, well, I'm uh, on the threshold of launching a, a Tai Chi Chuan class, online class. That's my next sort of project. I've had a few people talking about uh, how they'd like uh, me to teach online. I have done some Tai Chi uh, classes uh, in the past and uh, every now and again I just sort of wait until there's some interest and then once the interest builds up I'll, I'll, do, a, I'll do a class. It uh it takes about 20 weeks to to it's a it's quite a long course you know 20 weeks so it, it requires a bit of dedication and mm-hmm. that's why you know only really tai chi is good for people you've got to try it out but once if you feel like it's for you then you know you've got to be you know, some part of you is got to be attracted to the routine you know just doing something every day you know um so you know, you you don't know until you try, but um, usually yeah. the results speak for themselves. Because once you start getting the results, you suddenly be like, oh well, you know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course I was going to do my tai chi. You know, so that's that's uh, that's going mm-hmm. on at the moment. Of course there's the my, my qigong moon club um uh, starts uh in fact it starts uh on on wednesday so in the uk it is wednesday already or in the usa it's uh, tomorrow uh so that's an online thing and if you're interested incidentally if in trying some qigong out uh, you're quite welcome to come along and join the Qigong Moon Club for the forthcoming new moon eclipse. It's in Aries. I, I bring in astrology as well. I'm an amateur astrologer, so I, I kind of, I like astrology and I, <coughs> I'm, I I'm not you know, I don't know a lot, but I I really love it, so I include a little bit of ast- astrology uh, in in the class if I, if, it, if it if it makes sense. So that's starting in a few hours' time, actually. If you're if you then the classes are recorded, so if you couldn't catch it live, it's uh, eight o'clock at UK time in the morning, and then another one. There's t- two classes a day. 8 8 you 8 8am and 8pm for half an hour so it's not a tremendous uh, length of time so that's the the next uh, qigong uh, moon club uh, that's 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 happening very shortly going am go to going to go to bed for a few hours and then get back up
0: again ha <laughs> thank you thank yeah. you so much and tell people how they can find you please
2: so, uh you go to michaeltingle.com there's probably a link somewhere uh, around here m i c h a e l T-I-N-G-L-E dot com. Uh, You can sign up to my newsletter and then if there's anything and new classes are starting, then I will send out a newsletter. Um, If you have any questions, you know, I'm quite happy to uh, reply to emails and stuff like that. You can find me on Instagram. On Instagram, I'm Tai Chi with Michael. I think that's my Instagram. Tai.chi.with.michael. Tai Chi with Michael. I think that's it. Tai Chi with Michael. And I'm also on Facebook. Uh, you can probably find me through my website anyway. So it's, it's all out awesome. there. Awesome. And uh, stuff, stuff to have a yeah. look at on my website. Oh, this is so fun. Yeah. Thank you so and, uh, much.
1: Nori, look at Michael's energy. He has been so delightful. I could, I see the smile on his face all the way through the show. I don't think he had one moment when there wasn't a smile there. This is still really delightful.
0: Lovely, absolutely lovely, Michael. Thank you so much. Thank you have you. to come back and visit with us again in the not too distant future.
2: Well, uh, just to say that, thank you very much for inviting me. It's, uh, you oh, know, it's, always, been yes. it's been a pleasure. It's been really as a pleasure. So thank you so much, and. Uh, I have really enjoyed it. I love chatting and stuff. You know, when yeah. I'm doing the qigong, when I do the qigong, I'm sort of spontaneously talk a little bit, and I do okay. do silence as well. <laughs> I can, <laughs> okay, I can I do. do silence, but you know, I, I, I talk a little bit, and we do kind of do it all together. So that's on Zoom if you're interested. So go and check that out, perhaps. Okay, I'm going to
0: find yeah. you. Wonderful.
2: Thank, Thank you, you so much.
0: Yep. Thanks, everybody. We're, we'll be back next week with another incredible guest. Augie, thank you so much. Mac, thank you. Michael, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very
1: much for being with